Hey. We've just been chatting, 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 and then we realized we should turn the mic on. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Or whenever you listen. Yeah. It could be whatever. What's, your, be bev, what's your bev of choice right now? Um, I feel like we today. Bev check. Uh, I'm drinking Olipop Classic Root Beer. Olipop recently has been my favorite drink. What are you drinking? Uh, Olipop's older sister. LaCroix. Yeah. Key lime flavored. Ooh. Cheers. My favorite's Limoncello, but... Mine too. Yeah. I think I you some. got me on Limoncello. If you, if you want one, <laughs> okay. we can pause. Um, a lot's happened this week. Yes. Your girl put out an album. Well, yeah. No, your other girl. Oh, Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> yeah, Carly Rae Jepsen put out an album. The her Queen si- of Pop. Her sixth <laughs> studio album. Yeah. It's incredible. Okay. I've heard. I, have, I need to, to listen to it. I was. I spent too much time on Miss Blondie. <laughs> Carly Rae Jepsen, also Miss Blondie, again, yes, has but, perfected yeah. pop a sixth time. Mm. But you know it's not going to be radio. Ballads. Right? Like, it's like synths. Hmm. It's like cool rhythms. It's like... Dancy, but not too dancy. Yeah. The melodies and hooks are good. Yeah. Icon. It's great. An icon living. Not what's, much. What, wait, what's the album called? Uh. Oh, it's okay. no, I don't that even was, remember. That wasn't like a test. Name uh, three yeah. of her albums. <laughs> uh, the loneliest time. Oh. That's deep. Yeah. My favorite of hers is uh, dedication. Dedication. Dedicated. Dedicated. That song on there? Or Yeah, well that's the album. Oh oh yes. My favorite yes. album of hers is yes. dedicated. Yes, you use that like at your wedding. On your wedding. You sent me that when I made your wedding playlist. <laughs> yeah. You sent me that. But her essential <laughs> album is Emotion. Mm, is that what has like Call Me Maybe on it? No, oh. that has the runaway with me. The dun 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 Oh oh dun, dun. And then it has um <laughs> Carly Rae, if you're listening. We love you. Love you, girl. Congrats <laughs> on dropping the best album of the week. Mwah. Now let's talk about this other one. That other one. Okay, uh, we need to first talk about album rollouts. So true. Yeah. So we're going like, to take yeah. the episode. This is something that Rachel and I have talked about for years, mm-hmm. is the importance of an album rollout. So we want to walk you through... Well, first, first, first. Oh, and we yeah. didn't discuss this before. I'm okay. going to bring it up okay. right now. Bring it up. We need to talk about our personal brands. <laughs> our mm. personal brand rollouts. Okay. We can always mix it in as yeah. we talk about albums, but I think you'll have some really good insight and just... Am, I am a graphic story. designer <laughs> yes. who does promotional yes. campaigns. Exactly. So what do you mean uh, personal brands? Give me, give me the rundown of your personal brand and how it's evolved. Like, in what aspect? Like, like, we started in college, you were a little oh. wee bitty, yuppie, graphic designer, yeah. learning. Yeah. What did your personal brand look like back then? Uh-huh. Even, like, the way you dressed? Uh-huh. I think <laughs> I think my my brand back then yeah. was trendy. Mm. Mm, that's so true. Um, I, would be, yeah. I would say trendy. I would say... Um, Influencing, mm-hmm. and I would say networking. Because you were trying to get a job, or like I was get, on the grind. Yeah. Even in like freshman year, my mm-hmm. friends always make fun of me for like being on the grind, <laughs> like just me- meeting people. Like, yeah. Um, and then I would also say my brand was tr- 
was trying to be more extroverted than I think I am. Mm, oh, that's mm, that's really deep. That's my brand. That was my brand brand in college, but like, we became friends. Yeah. Do you feel like you were more extroverted? I feel like I'm just diving into yeah. I Back then you were? I was more extroverted in high school and college. Okay. And then since Lily and I, and the pandemic, yeah. since we got married in the pandemic, I've gotten more introverted. Okay, so then how has it evolved? Yeah, well, because I bought you a shirt. This is random. I bought you a shirt from Urban Outfitters that, like, striped super colorful yeah bright shirt it was trendy at the college yeah and And it was like super no i know (laughs) i know i remember when he sold it i was like dang he's all grown up yeah um (laughs) so then now yeah give me i would say now i'm instead of being trendy in clothing i would say i'm a little bit more like utilitarian and workwear like i have my staples i've kind of um gotten my closet down to like pieces that I love and I'm mm. obsessed with and yeah. I wear them every week. Yeah. Um which like has its pros and cons of Because I like, see a small you around closet. like athleisure, black, white, grey. Yeah. Like tan. I'm either like in athleisure mm-hmm. or I'm in like a well you shoe. haven't seen me recently. <laughs> oh. I got my Adidas I got those red Adidas. I've seen those though. And then I got loaf chunky loafers. Oh. And that Ethan. has been my personality lately. Like Ethan, you're getting you're getting face facials. Yeah. You're getting yeah. Shot steroid shots. You're getting all so the I did uh, I did like loafers, a yeah. casual like dicky trouser, and then Whoa. a hoodie. A dicky trouser. So I explained to my <laughs> office when we were giving our fall winter mood boards of yeah. the year that my my aesthetic is I want to be that I can. I'm one step of w- I'm always one step away from having a really good outfit. Mm. <laughs> like I I didn't know if I was supposed to laugh or not. No, like okay. <laughs> so like you have really good like shoes and like you're wearing a really good like pants. Yeah. But then your top kind of like is whatever. Or you're wearing a really opposite, good top. Yeah. You're wearing really good pants, but your shoes are just fine. Or top. Yeah, bottom, but your pants are just pants, fine. Yeah. So like, I want it to be like really, mm. really good, like expensive, nice, like pieces that I'll have forever. But then like you're like, this could really be a cool outfit if you did like this one thing different. Like I don't <laughs> want to plays into like the uh, realness of it all. Yeah. Like it just kind of. Like I I realized I don't I think I did this in college a lot where I like had to make sure that every outfit looked good <laughs> yes why were we reala- like that and, and they realized- did they did we looked really good in college yeah if you're listening to this and you went to our college you were, knew were we not the best you knew. uh but now i realize i don't have to look good every day yeah it's actually unhealthy to do like have mm. that standard for <laughs> yourself and so I, like, have things that I go to, things that are, like, comfortable or things that I think are look good, but I invest in things that I know have, like, a long, long shelf life, yeah. I guess. Yeah, um, I guess I would say that's my Makes brand. Sense. I feel like your brand for design work is also similar to that. Like, very clean. Yeah. Can be, like, put over anything. Yeah, versatile. like, my, my goal is to never, like obstruct and i never want to distract from like if i'm doing a logo for a business Mm. you don't want your logo to be louder than your messaging Mm. and your communication and so like if i don't know i believe as a designer if you are being louder than what is either trying to be sold or communicated you're doing a bad job 
Okay. You need hold, to just like... Hold that thought. Oh, finish the thought. Well, you just need to emphasize and help okay. what you're selling. Yeah. Not like overshadow it. You're, we could that's, stop there. That's my, that's can, my like, I guess, design yeah. philosophy at the moment. Okay, hold that thought. Because now we're going to talk about album rollouts. What about you? My no, you don't. <laughs> no one wants to know about my personal brand. What's it's, no? It's I do. Of, okay. Um, I feel like it hasn't really changed. Uh, I was. I think it has. You, oh, okay. I feel like I am more. I'm. I'm super colorful, personality-wise and clothing-wise. And I do feel like I'm a bit of a maximalist. But then, like you said pandemic changed all that like i had to like really consolidate really figure out what was important yeah mentally and physically because i was like couch hopping yeah so i think right now it's like what's essential and what's gonna make me happy and um the way that i portray myself now is like more like i'm not gonna give energy to people that don't uh, like reciprocate if that yeah. makes sense. Um, and I also like haven't really worked on my personal branding. We're supposed to be doing that. Yeah. We always have that on the calendar. But um, storytelling is really important and tables are really important. I don't know. I'm not like, yeah. I haven't thought about that. Yeah. But I'm a lot quieter than yeah. how I was in, in college. college. It's just so funny. No one talks about that. Well, really when you don't one... see, like we went from seeing hundreds of people a day. That's true. Very performative. You could say top of the food chain. <laughs> Miss Homecoming Queen no, right here. No, God, stop, stop. Enough. To just, like, working. Yeah. You know? And we lived You could through, say we shined a little we bit. Lived, <laughs> we lived through, what's the word that they say? A like, pandemic? Uh, no, like the un, the times are un, unprecedented Unpre- times. <laughs> <laughs> I read a tweet that was like, when will the times be precedented? <laughs> like... When will we have seen this before? I yeah. want routine back. <laughs> yeah, when will, be, when will we be in a precedented time? That has been done. Yeah. I need I need repeats. <laughs> I need Well, you could call the recession a precedented mm. time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay, album rollouts. So, um, Ethan, you talked about like even though it's like your own world, but you talked about creating a world for yourself to live in, to be in. Yeah. To work through to bring other people into. What are some artists that you feel like have created worlds really, really well? Mm-hmm. And that's like the way that they, they build their albums, they build their music, they build their yeah their look. Well, I think there's a few like really big standouts when it comes to artists building a world to invite their listener and their audience, existing and potential audience into their narrative that they're trying yeah. to give over this like album cycle Mm. um the first one that comes to mind is the weekend notably Mm. with the super bowl he did the after hours he would have bandages and then he would wear it on red carpet then you would see a music video drop yeah then a song would drop the cover art would match Mm. with what he was wearing and then he would do that more and more and more and this like story progressed to the super bowl and the story concluding um the visuals were the same. The lighting was the same. The costumes were the same. For over almost two years. Yeah. Wow. Um, he was telling one narrative. I couldn't tell you exactly what the narrative was, <laughs> but I do know that the narrative was there. And that's, I think, the cool thing about some artists is, like, you don't have to necessarily understand or <laughs> jump yeah. in or smell what they're stepping in, but, like, they're being true and authentic. Yeah. And 
pouring their whole like, whole f- being into yeah, it. Yeah, and perspective into it. Yeah. I think another artist pouring their whole being into it is always Tyler the Creator. Yes. Um he's he's always done that like in small ways of like personality changes or how he speaks or something like that. Yeah. But Igor I think was the really the first one that we really saw him not be Tyler, like mm. be Igor, yeah. be the character wearing the wig on the carpet, wearing like all of his performances the suits, had the wig, the, the suits, the the like themes, mm-hmm. the like sets um, for music videos and that. And then for yeah. um, Call Me If You Get Lost, mm-hmm. um, how he's always wearing like travel gear, suitcase on red carpet. Like, <laughs> like did the, um, he had like a gallery that he built. Do you see that? Yeah. Like the, yeah. Even his like products was, mm-hmm. was centered for around golf. travel. I was like, what's it called? Golf. Um, <laughs> His like songs, music videos, performances are all tied into this like travel jet yeah. setter idea. Um, I think that's like the I think the weekend and Tyler are like two extreme versions. I think something well, I would also throw <laughs> Travis Scott in there, yeah, for like Astro World, but yeah. he he I feel like he plays into the rock star rapper kind of yes. lifestyle, like he obviously isn't like rock, yeah, yeah, but Kanye, like, kind of kind of pioneered this yeah. for rappers and pioneered it for MCs. Like Kendrick. Yes. Like, you can take an idea and p- take it to its possible, like, furthest possible end. Yeah. And if you do it well, people will eat it up. So. Well, it's like Childish Gambino, for example, wore one jacket for one whole year. Yeah. Like, Kendrick, like, will change his hairstyle mm-hmm. per album. And that's probably why people are so shocked. I mean, not as much anymore, but by Kanye's actions now. It's because we knew, like, we know the bipolar because when he put out Ye, like, like, we knew that was coming. But we didn't know that it would be such, like, a heavy part of his life where it hasn't been resolved. And it's bleeding into now the work more than ever. And it's becoming, like, unbearable to listen to, to watch, to see it on the red carpet. Very painful. Yeah. And, like... His, like, sponsorships all pulling out. But he, yeah, but he's, like, got everyone so into his world that I feel like people are like, okay, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> I, yeah. I thought, yeah. Yeah. I think a smaller version of it, a, a good example would be Olivia Rodrigo and what she did yeah. for Sour. She, like, invented this world with driver's license, this, like, purple theme, and the idea of like prom in your like senior year of high school and so she did the live stream Mm -hmm. um the sour prom she did her tour looks like a prom yes and she's also personal branding like instagram and twitter and stuff it's the purple it's the butterflies friends yes her friends that are also nepotism babies, like, yeah, thriving. Ariana Grande does a really good job of yeah. that, like personal Where is branding. She? We need, she's on Broadway. I, uh, no, she's on Broadway. Well, Ethan and I miss her. So yeah. Ari, Ari, if you're listening, miss give you. me a sweetener, please. <laughs> give me another album. Give me just a little crumb. Um, she does that with how she like posts Instagram, how she colors her Instagram, yeah. and that changes with each album rollout. I think Ari and Olivia are really similar in. They're, like, they don't create a world. They, like, create an extension of... Like, they themselves never change. Mm. But how they express themselves change. Yeah. Which 
I think is super effective. Are there artists who feel like change themselves? Yeah. For their rollout? <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, one that comes to mind immediately is Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. When she she was like platinum for a long time. She had the blue for her like first EP. Then she was yeah. platinum. Then she did the black with the uh, lime green roots. Yes, which I'm like, how do you keep up with that? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. for her yeah. first for her first full LP, and then. Um, she did that full rollout through the Grammys, uh, for the album, her like last And she was single. wearing a wig. She was wearing a wig. Yeah. Then the next day she announces that she's a full blonde in- like introducing and starting her new era. Um, so she changed her appearance, mm. changed people's perception of the baggy clothes, the scary, yes. the dark, the heavy jewelry into I'm a blonde Marilyn Monroe type. And then didn't she also release that shoot? With that, Vogue? Yeah, yeah, yes. The okay. Vogue. Yeah, like um, the snake and like her tattoo. Everyone showing saw off that. her tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, she was wearing a corset. A corset yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then also like releasing like short film videos of mm. her like taking off clothes yeah. and like doing more interviews and stuff like that. Becoming the new character in her own story even though it was still billy yeah like, yeah for happier than ever mm. which ended up being a very cohesive yeah. album like yeah. it's one color it's like that blonde yes tan it feels like that um the visuals like all, all the music videos were super that diary vibes like you can tell she's like put a lot into it like well speaking own. of diary oh, and changing oh. who you are yeah <laughs> that leads me to another one yeah taylor swift she's done it ever i mean she's textbook yeah. queen of it She's done it since I wouldn't say Taylor Swift like self-titled self I don't I wouldn't say self is a Her brand. Chain, yeah. <laughs> I think she started it probably in speaking. Well, I now. think now it could be cuz I think of uh, the blue jeans. No, the, uh well, yes, but that video. What video is that? Bra? Where it's all the t- all the Taylor Swifts. Look what you made me do. So I feel like she has an idea that she 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 the was brand, a person like, yeah like she was mm-hmm. a she well and changed. she did that for every so it was like speak now mm-hmm. was like the That's ball what, gowns the mm-hmm. glitter <laughs> the like super elegant i'm in a castle and then the shirt from you belong red, with me mm-hmm. oh you belong with me the yeah. shirt and then for red it was like the short shorts yeah. the hat the hipster like things like that <laughs> the red lip the red lip she's ch- yeah and then reputation different shades of the red lip to black bad lip. girl bad. <laughs> bad gal well in 1989 which is my, my favorite, favorite our favorite and our ba- her, her best. best she peaked um it's like the leotards like the short straight hair yes. the bright red lip, glittery glitter but wasn't city, that the peak New of York? her her mental health like crisis disorder yeah, yeah. that's when she was like a size zero yeah and That's now she's really a size, like, six, mm-hmm. she's ended up. No, yeah. But Hopefully. then, even, like, reputation changing it to black snakes, mm. like, a specific sound. All of her performances are aligned with, with each era. Um, and I would say she does a really good job, except for this last <laughs> one, to, we'll to create a world and invite you in. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even say? her... I mean, even this one included her, like, internet usage and how she interacts with fans and mm. the internet how, was, like, a big part of the brand of, of her at that moment. Yes, yes. So, there are some artists that don't f- exactly fall into those categories or 
some of the artists that we mentioned that do this next thing, which is just dropping drop an, an album. album. Is just, there... Well, is there one that sticks out to you? There's one that sticks out to me. <laughs> Beyonce. Beyonce, self-titled. For sure, yes. And I remember being like, what? What is going on? It's a full length. It wasn't like 19 songs or no? Yeah. It was like longer. It was longer. Mm-hmm. And they were long songs, very well Four done. Four or five minute I songs. She was in the studio doing her work. Well, and what's crazy about that is so you have to think of the landscape of 2014 and music. Yeah. It was only where singles existed, mm. albums as an art. Like, now we understand, and now we've gotten back to a point where albums are one yes. cohesive piece, and you listen yes. all the way through. I think Apple Music and Spotify have really done that well. They like, worked to, I think they worked together mm, in that, like, to make it one... Album. album yes. Not just Whereas singles. in 2014, when it was Pandora, when it was <laughs> iHeartRadio, like... And buying singles, mm-hmm. it wasn't about an album. It wasn't about a moment. It was about a song, a music video, and yeah. then you're done. Um, and so what Beyonce did, and she did it unbelievably, is create an album with no one knowing. Okay. Record a music video for every single song. Iconic. And record all the music videos in public. Perfect. Without people knowing she's recording a music video. And release it all at once without any forewarning or knowledge. Mm. I would say that's probably one of the first, like, break the internet moments. Yes. Yes. Also, for the music industry at large, she changed how the music industry operates, how Billboard, um, the music ranking um, the system. organization mm-hmm. works. Music used to drop on Tuesday, Monday into Tuesday mm-hmm. at midnight. She dropped her album in the middle of a cycle on Friday. Mm, I didn't even know that. Um, and it, she ended up peaking early on two cycles. Because she was early for so, one. And then, and then the next one early, she was. Yeah. So she ended up moving the industry standard from Tuesday mm. at midnight to Friday at Friday, midnight. Which I, it feels like it should be Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Got to look forward to something. She knew. Beyonce but knew. Um, that ended up. Because of her, like, secretly doing it and not leading on to something, mm-hmm. no one could ruin the surprise. There was no leaks. There was no anything like that. Um, and the impact of the album was felt. But that's not always, like, it's not always as successful as mm-hmm. hers. Mm-hmm. Um, Drake did it a few times. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately. A few, like, who else did it? Who did just, like, a drop? The Weeknd did oh. one on his latest. Yeah, I don't follow him. <laughs> um... There's a few people who've done yes. well. I mean, Taylor Swift is another yes. really successful of for doing folklore, most streamed mm-hmm. album for mm-hmm. a year, yeah. two years. Um, and then our boy did it. Sort Frank of. Ocean. Yeah. Frank Ocean's case is like <laughs> unique because which he, is always the case. which is always <laughs> the case with him. He released a exclusive Apple Music yeah. album music video to get out of his recording contract and then the next week dropped blonde without any forewarning Mm. um this this episode has a lot of uh references to our old episodes so if you need context you can go through our taylor swift series you can go through our frank and friends we have actually have an episode on the weekend so if you're curious i can't i can't promise the quality <laughs> a but, little aside, the quality is awful. So if you need compensation from us for whatever happens, please let us know. Slide into our DMs. <laughs> but yeah, go back to endless. 
Well, so Endless was just a surprise drop, and then he never talks about it again. A lot like what Beyonce did for hers. She did a music video for everyone, then she never talked about it again. Mm-hmm. Um, I would consider every one of those types of drops that we just talked about creating a world, yeah. changing up who you are, like your identity as a human, changing your Instagram persona, um, and then a surprise drop, all is successful. Mm-hmm. Rachel, are there things as bad album rollouts? Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately. Can you name one that comes to your Unfortunately. mind? Unfortunately. Um, Mr. Bieber. Yeah. Who, what is he even doing now? Who knows? I don't know. Hanging out with his wife and his dog and living the dream. But he had a bad album rollout. Roll changes, which we both love Changes. It's a good album. It's a great album as a whole. But the rollout was trash. Can we talk about the different parts of it? First single, first single was Yummy, right? Which is the worst song. I liked it at first, and then he started to like, he's like that friend in high school, the where my hug at friend. Yeah. <laughs> where my hug at? And, and you're, you're like, like, I don't want I don't to wanna give you, you a hug yeah. or touch you or look at you because I am scared. Yeah. That's what he was acting like for this single. He was like, listen to it. Listen to it. Well, so Let's he, get it to number one. So listen. he was posting graphics to the lead up to the single long awaited his album before was purpose right no no not purpose i'm sorry uh journals was it journals yeah i think a really yeah because journals was really like critically well acclaimed Mm -hmm. and then so it was long awaited and then he comes back with yummy purpose you're right yeah it's purpose purpose. yeah super critically Mm -hmm. acclaimed like very good on his career yeah and then five years five years he hypes up the single a lot, and it ends up being yummy. Yeah, you got that. Yummy. Horrible, horrible <laughs> lyrics. So silent. So he releases it, and then he posts how to get that. He posts a step by step of how to get the song to number one. It was like if you weren't in it the U.S., very, change your Spotify to U.S. It felt desperate. If, if turn it on. To... Turn your turn it on repeat. And turn it on low. Create a playlist with only yummy. And let it run while you sleep. And then he started posting photos of toddlers. Like cute babies. Just spammed. Yeah. And what was the caption? I don't even want to know. Just hashtag yummy, right? Or like... Uh, Which is like weird. Uncomfy. I'm sure he got approval to post them. Like he asked the parents or whatever. But yummy? Anyway. I don't understand. So he ended up ruining ruining (laughs) that whole album cycle. And Changes, as an album, is tainted by the yummy rollout. Even if yummy was a single on it. Yummy was not yummy. The fact that he led with it and the fact that he led with it so aggressively was tragic. I think he could have... I think that should have been a second single. Or done... Since the album's at red, not done, done in some, pink, done in done red. Done some funky red thing. He should have done an R and B song like first. Should, yeah, like the song with Kalani is so good. Yeah. That's like my favorite on the album. But, um, but there, there is. We're saying all this because there is such thing as a bad rollout. And well, so that is interesting because that was his first rollout, mm-hmm. the first song for a rollout. Yeah. What other artists have we been talking about that did a first bad lead single? Oh, Miss Taylor, Taylor Swift with the infamous me. me. 
Come on, kids. Spelling is fun. Are you kidding me? When I heard that, I literally was like, Lily, and that I think is the, one of the worst things I've ever heard in my life. It was a, it's a horrible song. Everyone on the team. How many approval processes do they have to go through to be well, like, oh, yeah. Lover's her first album. That's hers. Mm. Oh, yeah. So I'm assuming zero. The approval is her and mm. Jack Antonoff. Which, well, sometimes you we're going to sit him them. down in a second. Sometimes, sometimes he's Hollywood's golden so- <laughs> child, but sometimes he releases Lord's newest album and it's not good. Oof. Okay, 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 okay. Moving on, moving on. So tra- <laughs> traditional albums back before like Beyonce breaks the internet, before Taylor just drops an album, before Justin Bieber posts pictures of babies. Yeah. How does it normally go? And what what goes into a good and like longevity calm, calm, calm. well done yes um well we've talked about this for years actually of like we like to call it the second album rollout mm. because it's usually the second album the first album is them being themselves yes the second <laughs> album is the commercial we need hit. some structure we need some structure we need some radio singles and you need to grow as an artist or you need to be done yep and so this is the formula that we've kind of talked through through the years that I like put together. But I also think this is like pretty proven. Yeah. So you do your number, your first single drop. Maybe mm. you do a lead up. Okay. So for example, on um, Katy Perry's... Um, teenage Dream. Not Teenage oh. Dream. On her... I know exactly what you're talking about. Not Prism the album. Before that? The one she did, Chain to the Rhythm. That's Prism, right? No, that's uh, the eye, the one with the eye. Short hair. Witness. Witness. So when she was doing Witness before the single, she had a uh, semi-truck with the words chained to the rhythm Mm -hmm. drive across the country, and it would pit stop in downtowns around the nation, and wherever it would stop at a park bench would show up with a disco ball and a phone wow. and you could pick it up and you would hear a sample Listen of the song, the song before anyone else. Mm. And so it was like this big nationwide tour, I think Canada too. So you do a big lead up. We love our Canadians. To a first single, yeah. usually your biggest hit. Then you do you immediately drop a music video, then you go into interview one, two, three. Which we need to do an episode on music videos. Yeah. For sure. But performance. And we need yeah. to do one on performances and interviews. Yes. Like the make or break of interviews. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so you do a few interviews on the only the single. Then you release... A couple more singles. Single two mm-hmm. and three pretty close together, like within a month or month and a half. Because people are, are, are feeding into that and you want to keep the momentum. So, yeah, so the longest gap is between one and two, yes. I, I would hope. So you do one, you really roll that promo out, and usually if it's your number two, you like see that spike up into the top ten. Yeah. You like let it ride for three, four months before you drop single two. That's what Dua Lipa did for Future Nostalgia. That's what... Yeah. Um, I feel like that's what Paramore's doing. They Paramore's really, this doing... This is why I think they're going to ride it a little... Because the album doesn't come out until February. Yeah. And then you do a single two or three. You do more interviews. Single four. Okay. Comes usually with the music video. More interviews. And then you do a single with the album Mm. dropping. So five singles in total. Two music, two or three music videos. If you have the money, money, you do five music videos like Billie Eilish. 
and then you let the album roll out, and then it leads into a tour. Mm. Tried and true way. Is it exhausting? <laughs> is it unsustainable? Is it something that tears artists apart? Or is it all the above? Yes. <laughs> uh, but you see artists' biggest success come Tear from it. You see Katy Perry Teenage Dream. I think the album is 17 songs, and of that, 11 of them were singles that all mm. hit the top 20, which okay. is incredible. So this is- Definitely, we have to give concessions for smaller artists that don't necessarily. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah. A-list. Yeah, <laughs> you're like I'm not talking about the little tiki-taki, two single, two single EP. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not talking about Non-viral. your local band. I'm talking about they. But they. We need to do an episode of that. Never mind. I'm like, get, I'm just jumping all over the place. But this is a chaotic episode. <laughs> But anyway, so if you're a big yeah. signed artist, that is usually the traditional second album. If you have privilege. If you have privilege and the disposable income. Yeah. So artists that have done that, like I said, Katy Perry with uh-huh. Teenage Dream. Oh, Maggie so Rogers with her, with her newest album. Yes. Um, Surrender. She did... Um, she did pretty much... That, that identical. Uh, that, that's... That's where I am. That's, That's where, where I, I am. am. She did music that video. a week later music video. Performance. Didn't she perform it on something? That's where you do, like, uh, she did Jimmy Fallon. And then she did it at, like, not ACL, but Bonnaroo or yes. another Yes, so you do festival. it at a festival, mm-hmm. and then you do it on, like... She did interviews. You do a late night, you do, like, an SNL, if you're at that level, and then you do... Another single. Another single, Horses. Want Want. Oh, Want, oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Want Want, yeah. and then you do a deep track number three, Horses, and no music that, video, like, and then the album, fourth single. Boom. Um, Billie Eilish did this. Tried and true. Tried and true. If you're trying to release an album... Don't, talk to us first. Talk to, talk to us. So Billie Eilish did that with yeah. Happier Than Ever. Gotcha. Um, she did My Future. Yeah. And then she did... Music video. Music video. And then she did quite a few. I can't remember them all. Mm-hmm. And then Dua Lipa did that with Your Future girl, Nostalgia. Um, Miley Cyrus has done this in the past with Bangers. Oh, yes. Um, Lady Gaga's done it with both... She did it with Chromatica. She also did it with Joanne. Mm. I think she is a very traditional yes. kind of lady um, when it comes to her rollout. And Taylor Swift has done this as well with 1989. Yeah. Uh, so her good. biggest commercial So good. Hit. But can we move on to... No, we can move on. Those are what? all the, the... No, we need to move on to the, what's happening right now. <laughs> so the reason we've said all of this is because in the last two months, we cannot figure out what, what is going hell? on with Taylor Swift's album rollout. Uh, I am I'm in a loss. So it started with these TikToks, correct? Am yeah. I right? In well, I don't even know where it started. <laughs> There's so many, I feel like we're a conspiracy theorist with the little red strings. Well, that's something <laughs> I would like to talk about. I hate... How conspiracy theorist it is. You just, like, every little thing. Apparently she teased lyrics during a graduation speech that she gave. At NYU? I'm like, cut it out. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like... So cryptic. So funky. And I get it. Like, she started it in red. She started that, like, little... Well, she started it way back at her first album. She would do little cryptic messages. And it grew. 1989 had little cryptic messages. And then Reputation had a lot of cryptic messages. Mm -hmm. But then (laughs) this just feels... So let's talk about the TikToks. Okay. So she's making these TikToks where 
what is it, the phone rings. Well, she announces the album and everyone's excited. Yeah. She posts the, the cover, which is like this Instagram edited. <laughs> it's a bad version of 1989. <laughs> mm, put the color, she put the color fade on teal all the way up and has a lighter, a little Zippo lighter that she She did use painted. Helvetica and I appreciate that. You do, you're Helvetica stan. I do. <laughs> Um, but so she released the album. People get excited. My own friends get excited, and then she starts posting this series of TikToks where she looks like she's at like someone's know. random house or in their garage. It feels like something I would make for a high school project. And they and all have sepia <laughs> on it. They all have sepia. Well, okay. I always think Taylor has to blanket and collect so many of her fans. So she's trying to cater to. Little like eleven year olds and like moms She's going for and records. thirty forty year olds that have like grown up with her quote yeah. unquote. So she's doing this like funky kind of corny, lame thing, but then the music like the actual project, what do you call it? yeah, like the cover and everything look really mature. Old. Well, and, and so she was like, releasing the song names on. TikTok. It was TikTok. So she would but answer she, the phone. But then, yeah, so she would spin a wheel. See how chaotic this feels? If you feel the chaos with us, imagine how her fans feel. She would spin a wheel, a number would come out, and then she would say the number of the track. Bingo, queen. But then she would explain the track on Instagram <laughs> Reels. She's, she's, she's coming for followers on both. And then... Okay, so then... I don't know. When did she start doing this? Like a month ago, right? Oh, over a month ago. Okay. It was like two but months it was ago. Something. But when you type in midnights on TikTok... It now is a clock. <laughs> but the clock is ugly. <laughs> it's just bad. And then she had that motion graphic. Did you see that? The pan of the room. It looks like no. a... It looks oh, like... Oh, like cartoon. It looks like 321 <laughs> Penguins in the opening scene where they like pan across the little kid's room. And so the... Yeah. Like a Dora opener. Yes. Hello? She has the money. So much. Billions of dollars. But she's... She hey. can't hire a good animator. No. She doesn't want to. She probably just messaged someone. Or did it herself. Yeah. How to tailor up the internet well, and I... To animate a room. So... She starts releasing... The song A lot of them only. feel very reputation-esque, to be honest. Yeah. Vigilante shit. Lavender Bejeweled. Karma. They feel very edgy. Yeah. I guess is the word. But the photos seem very soft. So yes. here's the thing I will say. I love the photo... Like, the actual photos taken for the... Midnight's photo shoot, hmm. the like 50s glam, like at home with like the shag yeah. carpet and the wood panel walls. I okay. think that's really beautiful. Okay. But it's in translate, it's the, the brands. Like you need, everything needs to be cohesive. And her TikToks weren't tying into the brand. And also what you were saying earlier about not making your logo too loud to where people are missing the messaging. She's made this whole, what's the point to distract them and make it fun and Make but it was, it up, it was but becoming like, too loud. It was louder than the art itself. Because then the album, when are we going to talk about it? I'm ready to like unleash. Yeah, talk about it. Give <laughs> me the a The album comes out and it's mid. Out Even fast. less less than mid. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm, it's no, not it's good. not good. And I think I can say that because I listen to it. People are like, I you don't even like her. You no, know, we listen, listen all the way through it. I've listened listen to it through, twice. And then I listen to her the fucking 3 a.m. Which, that doesn't make sense to me. Well, someone told me it's because the album got leaked. Yes, I did hear that. And I so texted you about it. she yeah. then... But she saved seven tracks and didn't announce them. Just don't announce any of them. Just drop a 23-track album like she's done before. Just drop it. Just don't... Maybe she wants the streams? Something? She didn't get her... Is she going to release... I don't even know what's happening. Is she going to release Red Taylor... Or not Red Taylor's version. 1989 Taylor's version? Or Taylor Swift or Speak Now or Reputation? I have no words. The album is... Uh, I will say this at first. Well, and to it does, be nice. It, it doesn't make sense chronologically <laughs> in the timeline of her. In my mind, yeah. as like a PR advertise, mm. it doesn't make sense if you're going from Red Taylor's version, which is like, it's winning awards for how beautiful that film is. Like shot all on thirty five millimeter, Dylan O'Brien, Sadie Sink, like incredible, incredible, Great incredible piece mm-hmm. of storytelling. And then you do TikToks as your main avenue of promoting. It just, like, doesn't... That doesn't live in the same world mm, to me. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't. She's an anomaly. Because <laughs> she can do both. And they're both wildly successful. Yeah. Which is well, and we talked yeah. about it as a brand. Um, we were re- I was reading a... Or I was listening to a podcast this week that was talking about the anomaly that is Taylor Swift mm-hmm. in the music video. And it was saying... She, as an artist, so the only people that are at the same echelon of her is Beyonce and Kanye, mm-hmm. if we're being, like, super yeah, frank. Just, like, no yeah. one touches mm-hmm. that level. Yeah. Um, Beyonce and Kanye care about their legacy as a family. So Beyonce is the Knowles family. She cares about her family, Jay-Z. It's, like, more than just her. A lot of her music is about blue like, it's all about her kids mm. and motherhood and, like, it's diary storytelling, but through the lens of, like, I'm holding my family's mantle together. Yeah. Kanye, same way. Kanye, same thing yeah. about the Kardashians and the crew and the, yeah. and the, crew, and even the kids now, and Northy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Taylor is a sole entity where she, her, her legacy is her hmm. and her legacy is her career. And she's trying to do something that not one person has ever done before. Not one person, I would say maybe like Elvis Ah. has done. Austin Butler. Austin Butler has done before. Or like Whitney (laughs) Houston has done. I see what you mean. You know, Mm -hmm. like she's trying to put herself. Where they are what they do. And she's putting herself as the artist of our generation. You know? Mm -hmm. And She's not mine but. and i think that's where the issue <laughs> yeah. lies is she starts she's only now looking at herself and her legacy is herself and her stats and not she's the community mm-hmm. the family and like <laughs> i don't know you're getting deep no <laughs> does that does that make sense yeah like uh this art is more than just uh addition to a tombstone like this is what I did. And I think she's it's, thinking it in that way, yeah. whereas Beyonce is thinking it as, like, after I'm gone, my art is living past me. My rollouts are living past me. 
how can I make something mm. that Lasting, grows and um, lasts? Posthumously, yeah, like after she dies. Mm-hmm. I also think going back to like Midnight's. I don't know. I I think she's just trying to hit as many records like most followed on TikTok, but then it's like she's trying to win like an Oscar for her short <laughs> film. You know what I mean? Like she's trying to just like and hit Jack's every award. And Jack's like calling her like, "Will you get back in the studio, yeah. please, and stop making TikTok?" Like she's trying. I think she's just trying to hit every award. Like she's searching after that EGOT and mm. social media awards and most stream album of all time and like all these things. I I just feel tired about it. And this album, I think, feels a little tired. Feels that way. I will say it feels like reputation throwaways. And lower they throwaways. Some, yes, they have similar sounds, but it's like the worst of both of those albums into Midnight's. And the lyrics feel very, I said this on my Lover. Instagram, Selling Sunset, <laughs> royalty free. Can you give us an example of what Selling Sunset sounds like? I'm sitting in the back of my car. We're gonna go far, me and you, baby. Let's ride, let's ride tonight, tonight. It's midnight. I just made that up on the spot. And it but probably, that's how. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's. <laughs> do you want me to sing another one? Yes, can you sing me another <laughs> Together, together. It's me and you together. We're walking, <laughs> we're walking. It's so fun. We look up at the sky. <laughs> Stars are out. I hold your hand. It's in mine. <laughs> yeah. Am I wrong? What song on the album was that? You're gonna be okay, kid. <laughs> or you're on your own. You're on your own, kid. I don't even know. Fly home, buddy. I work alone. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all. Guys, this album is not good. <laughs> I wouldn't waste my time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to edit? No. <laughs> no. I think it's one of the worst albums I've heard. <laughs> like. It's so. It's really How bad. could you do this when, like, she released folklore? <laughs> We've already seen what you can do. Why? Like, some of the greatest, like, songwriting of, like,. Our, this deck, like, well, what this decade of like of our lifetime, yeah, is like folklore on Evermore. <laughs> Ethan's, Ethan's down for the count right now. It just doesn't make sense. To me. So I will take over. Um, <laughs> midnight rain, midnight fun, midnight all night. You and me, let's ride. I keep saying let's ride. Okay, okay, I'm back. <laughs> I'm like literally crying. I think that was And then she goes, I'm gonna release seven more <laughs> that are just as bad. Um I couldn't None figure of them out were where, good. <laughs> I couldn't figure out where I was in the album. Because they all started to sound the same. So there was no story. There was no progression. She was like, This is how it feels at that time of night. <laughs> I was like, what? It was like midnight. Okay, so here's here's my thought. You back. My <laughs> I'm so sorry to whoever's listening to this album, this episode. I think when she said 13 sleepless nights, I think she, in her mind, she's trying sorry. to stop. I think that was good of her because I think she was trying to say, without saying it, these 13 songs sound nothing alike. 
every night was progressively worse than before. I got more more sleepy. More More lazy. I just asked Jack to just AI generate these. Okay. Here's what I will say on a positive. Okay. I'm nervous to you. I think Lavender Haze is one of her best songs. Mm, I think it's a really good opener. I. Okay, I was like listening to Lillian laying in bed when it came out mm-hmm. at midnight, and I like turned it on, and I was like, "This is what I want the full album to sound like." Yeah, like that is breezy. That is like. the that is the lane that I've wanted mm. Taylor to go into since she wrote "This Is What You Came For," mm. like slightly dance, slightly club, but like still melodic, still like lyrical. Yes, and still tells a story, but like you're kind of dancing in a club to it. It feels blurry. It feels like the lights are flashing behind you. Mm. Like, Haze, like, yeah, like hazy. what the title is. Mm-hmm. And I think that song was to... excellent. Yeah. Like, I would, like, put it up there in my mind of, like, it's up there with style. It's up mm. there with, mm. in my mind, I think yeah. False God is one of her best songs. Like, just that smooth, like, pop. I think that's her sweet spot. Like, Lyrical, but like still smooth. Unfortunately, it's sharing the same album as I'm the antsy hero. <laughs> I I also think Karma is good if I don't listen no, to the words. No, <laughs> that's what makes a song. That's like fifty percent of a song. Yeah. <laughs> you go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> overall, I think it was her worst karma, album. Karma is in my lap, purring like a cat. So Something do you like? like do you like? Lover or Midnight's oh, More? Uh, don't put me through that. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go... Well, if we're talking about rollouts, I think... I think Midnight's was worse. Mm. Because Lover, she had a really smart transition. Yeah. Was, the music video was a snake going down a street and then it like and then burst was, into butterflies. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, I mean, okay. it's like rainbow yes. and it's cute. And she had pink hair or whatever. <laughs> this, like, to me... Was like, I have some songs I need to put out because people want them. My contract that I wrote myself is telling me I need to put out an <laughs> album. It This album doesn't seem like a feat to me at all. Yeah. I don't know. And maybe we're just like talking in like mm. circles now, but truly, I think that's her worst work. I think so too. I, I want her to go back to the re-recordings and I don't want her to stop releasing the re-recordings <laughs> until it's done. Like, I I told Lillian, I was like, I'm not re-listening to 1989 until she re-releases it, because mm. I'm so excited. excited for that. Like, I'm so re I'm so excited to relive that album. That was such a moment. With mm-hmm. eight, nine new songs, new music videos, new film. What Like, I'm so excited to relive that moment. And even Reputation, I would say, like... Mm. Is another one on the list. I'm so, so excited to hear those extra songs and hear that, like her as an artist and hear more of her mind but this was just not good no and i think we can stop there (laughs) the rollout was chaotic distracting felt a little lame desperate yeah well and i think it the rollout was so messy Mm -hmm. that it distracts you from what the art is yeah. I think if I... I think that's the moral of it. I think as if... If... Her rollout was... I'm just releasing... 
Lavender Haze is my lead single. And mm. then I do the music video. I do a teaser for the music video. Like the, I thought her teaser that she released was excellent. Yes, yeah. And then release the album and don't say anything more. And like even her little like her copywriter who she's hired obviously is doing good. It's like yes. 13 Sleepless Nights. And you're like, from my life. That you're like, that's great. Yes. Or it's like, this is midnight. Like, I'm up all night. Whatever. Like, and that feels maybe, great. Or maybe you do like a live... Instagram live for 24 hours and do some sort of like... Well, Katy Perry did that for Witness. Mm-hmm. She did it in a house for a week and oh. she went insane. Okay. Yeah. But like 24 hours and then like at midnight. Or, or like throw or... like... Dua Lipa mm-hmm. did the future or Club Future Nostalgia yeah. where she did like... It was like a... She performed in a club environment like the whole album. Mm-hmm. And there was like dances and choreo and okay. stuff. And it was a live stream. Like, that to her, me would feel good. I think her t- Taylor's team is trying too hard. Like, they're like, oh, let's be innovative and do... Like, you just need to, like... She just needs to, like, have an interview with our buddy Zane Lowe. Mm. She needs to sit which down... Which she has one. Which before, she has but, with yeah. forevermore. Mm-hmm. But she needs to sit down with him again in person. She needs to perform on an award show or release a good piece of, like, content... And then let the album speak for itself. And I think the conversation would still not be this is her best. I would not ever say it's her best no, album. But, but I would I would rank it higher than Lover. Because she built a world. Like an she actual world. She built a world. Right? Like if she was like showing these pictures of her house. Of this like house or whatever. Mm-hmm. Take us through a tour of the house. Like she's creating a world like. One of the songs, like, the lyrics is, like, she doesn't want to be your, like, the 1950s wife. Yeah. Well, then become the character of the 1950s wife. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't think anyone's talking, like, poorly about her reputation anymore. No. No one cares. Mm. Oof. And I think she is still, like, stuck in that, maybe. Mm. Maybe it's because she's, like, re-recording reputation mm. right now, but... Well, Taylor, we have one message for you. Please Stick go back... to the stuff you yeah, know. Yeah, please go back to a traditional rollout. Be cool. Follow, follow our formula. And I think I think the main like main topic point of this entire app is like the rollout is good and it's important, but it's not the thing that like sustains your success or determines your success. Obviously, Midnight's is a wildly successful album, regardless of our thoughts and regardless <laughs> yeah. of the rollout. No, it, we're 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 it's objective. We yeah, <laughs> like like even changes like the impact of changes is more than the single of yummy yes and more than the but more than the asking for the number one but him asking for number one taylor releasing these tiktoks hinders Mm -hmm. bringing people together to gather for something greater Woo! so that's all we have to say today cheers 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 to love laugh and 13 sleepless midnights Cheers. All right, guys. We'll talk soon. (laughs) Yep. And listen to some good music. Deuces.